Watch of Royal Deluxe, a podcast about the Kansas City Royals that I do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And wouldn't you have it? The Royals have been continuing the same pattern that they seem to have fallen into in the month of September. They lost two games over the weekend and won one of them. The one win was with Brady Singer on the mound. So there we have it. Every time the Royals win, it's with Brady Singer. If Brady Singer is not pitching, well, it seems like there's maybe a 10% chance that we win. Maybe if Zach Greinke can get us through a game, that'll be nice. But, of course, talking about games matters very little. Because there are bigger, more important things happening within the discussion amongst Royals fans. And that is, of course, a continuation of this saga that uh, I guess has occurred that started a few days ago with an article written by The Athletic highlighting, pointing out flaws in the Royals organization and how they have failed to develop many starting pitchers, or rather more than one starting pitcher. And we talked about this a lot on Friday. It was a very important thing, very important article that, you know, by now, like I said back then, it's a must-read if you are a Royals fan. And it is a more more of a must-read than ever, I think, because, you know, I, I was thinking this might be a one-and-done thing that at the time I said it's not anything surprising. It's not anything new. If you've been watching the team, you understand what's going on. If you've been listening to any other or reading any other Royals-related media, you probably know what's going on. And I'm assuming if you found this podcast, you probably listen to a lot of other Royals-related podcasts or read into other Royals discussions, uh, be it on Twitter, social media, Reddit, uh, websites like Royals Review or Inside the Crown. So, you know, that article, it wasn't particularly revealing. It was more just a, a confirmation. I guess vindication for how we feel. It's like, yeah, th- this this adds up. This makes sense because this is what we've been assuming has been the case with the Royals. So thank you to those three athletic articles. And uh, looking forward to, uh, you know, maybe hopefully someday you will be allowed back in Coffin Stadium. Because I'm sure that they're banned. (laughs) I I, I would like to think that the Royals are just like, all right, these three people, cross them off the list. They are not allowed here ever again. Uh, So good luck to them. Uh, But it's okay. They have better jobs now, I think. In any case, this article has um, continued to be the driving force in Royals discussions because our good friend Dayton Moore got a hold of it. He was asked about it. And I think it's important that I read the response that he had. Um, So uh, according to Josh Vernier, Ryan Lefebvre, asked Royals President Dayton Moore about the the athletic article on 610 Sports KC, the radio station. And he said this. And, and I guess Ryan Lefebvre asked, uh, how do you decide what is valid criticism and what is just somebody shooting their mouth off? Okay. So Dayton says, we've always been very accepting and really willing to take criticism, especially from those that are looking at it with a critical eye and help us uncover blind spots. We welcome that type of debate and that type of information, but you're right. Anytime somebody does something anonymously, first of all, 
I think it's disrespectful, lacks integrity, and I think it comes, and I think most of those comments come from somebody criticizing simply with a critical spirit, and they want to kick people when they're down, so to speak. And again, I think we're in a really good position going forward. So I just let it go in one ear and out the other and try to stay positive with our people. Of course, we're in a of course, we had a lot of people in the organization disappointed in that piece because it wasn't factual, and it left out a lot of important things that, I think, speak to the upside of where we are and where we're going with our pitchers. You just learn to move on from it. That's just the nature, unfortunately, of the business that we're in. But as I mentioned before, the time that we have with these pitchers, the growth that we're seeing, and I don't think anybody who watches the game under and understands this game feels like that our pitchers have peaked out. They feel like they're strong. They feel like there are strong days ahead of them and a great future with this group, and they're going to help us win a lot of baseball games. We're not disappointed one bit. We are really excited about where we are, where we're going. We've gotten young players up here. That's what we set out to do after 2017, was raise the next generation of players that was going to help us win another championship. And we are now seeing that take place. We're seeing these young players who are up here are getting a chance to play to establish themselves as, major, as productive major league players, and it's going to be fun. We're looking forward to it. That is his full response. That is Dayton Moore's response to a lengthy article with essentially quotes from former Royals players, from rival executives, from rival scouts, professionals essentially within this industry that are all saying, hey, uh, Royals might be doing something wrong. No, uh, apparently not. Dayton Moore uh, thinks that everything is just fine. He said this, and then later on that day, Chris Bubich got his ass beat for the 10th time this season. I counted. Chris Bubich has had 10 starts this season, including yesterday, where he hasn't even gone five innings, or he has gone five innings and given up, you know, five-plus runs or something like that. I didn't even count the starts that he that were five innings, three earned runs. I, I let those slide, but he had a few of those as well. So as Chris just gets demolished and drops to what a two and eleven record? No, I'm sorry, two and thirteen. Two and thirteen with a five point eight one ERA. We're not disappointed one bit. No, this is fine. That's good. It's okay. We 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 like where we're going with this. Uh huh. Uh huh. Cool. Good. Nice. Great. Okay. Look, I, I actually, I sounded a little bit heated and I sounded a little bit mad. I guess I was just, you know, me amping myself up for the sake of discussion. Look, I'm really tired. Oh, guys, it's been a long weekend, guys. I'm so tired, okay? But I'm actually not mad. Like, you, you, you would, th th this probably is maddening and I understand if you are mad. But see, I can't be mad because being mad would imply that I expected anything different. Why would I expect anything different? Date, look, I, I, I said this already. I've said this many times. I said this on Friday. Dayton Moore believes in his own methods and his own people, and he will see it to the end. He will take it to the grave. He will die trying to win with whatever it is he's doing, with whoever it is he's got. All right? With Mike Matheny, with Kyle Eldred, with, you know, Whit, Whit Merrifield, basically. That's just going to happen. It's not that he doesn't care, but he believes 
in what he believes. And no one can say anything to change that. And he's basically made it so that no one can actually challenge him. Because again, notice, I, I mentioned this on Friday, and this is probably more important than ever. The three writers who made this, who wrote this article are all former KC writers who are now working for other markets. You're not going to see this kind of journalism from, you know, MLB.com or the KC Star. And look, no disrespect to anybody who's working there. I'm just saying the Royals kind of have an influence on those outlets, you know? They don't have a say in what gets published in The Athletic. And then, of course, Dayton himself gets to say this on his own radio show, essentially, where he can already just prepare what he has to say because he probably already knows what's going to be asked of him. You know, again, he kind of gets to control the whole thing. And if you're outside of his circle of trust, it doesn't matter. What you say doesn't matter because he doesn't trust you. And he only surrounds himself with people that he trusts. And he only trusts people that align with his vision, that agree with what he believes in. So these people who are, you know, no longer trustworthy, I, I think is safe to say, with uh, um, um, in the eyes of Dayton Moore, they're, you know, they're not writing the truth. Whatever they, they say, no, it's not factual. It, it, it's, it's wrong, actually. And these people that contributed other information or quotes, excerpts, anecdotes, whatever you want to call them, you know, these, these people, these rival scouts, you know, these executives, whoever they are, they remained anonymous. Therefore, they don't matter either because that lacks integrity. Yeah. How dare they, you know, not, um, publicly declare these things out into the open, you know? So that they, so that everyone knows it's coming directly from them. Yeah, because that's a totally normal thing. You, 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 it's very normal in baseball for a Detroit Tigers scout to just openly say, hey, I think the Kansas City Royals suck. Yeah, that's something you see a lot of in this sport. I guess I'm part of the problem as well because I'm going by a pseudonym online. I call myself Lux. That's not actually my real name. My real name is Michael Farina. Oh my god, I just stalked myself! Oh my god! Oh my god! What is happening? No! That's cool. It's fine. I mean, if you if you just sent me an email, my my real name is attached to my email. Why do you think I keep plugging the email after every episode? That's where you actually find out my, where my real name is. It's cool. It's whatever. We're all friends here, aren't we? It's, it's okay. I mean, you already know where I live, basically, so... Yeah, whatever. What do I have to lose at this point? My Pokemon card collection? Uh, joke's on you. It's not even that valuable. <laughs> anyway. So, now that I have made myself out uh, and open to the public, my, my real name, who I actually am, I'm no longer anonymous. So, what do you, what, what do you, got, to, what do you got to say about that, Dayton Moore? Let me ask you this. If this article is not factual, what parts of it were not factual? What, what parts were incorrect? You know, what, what, what is incorrect about saying that the Royals are about to lose their 90th game? Not today, fortunately, because we're off today. Hooray! The Royals are barreling towards a 90 loss season, which I think is lower than the worst case scenario. 
Like, you had to have been the biggest hater of the Royals to expect them to lose 90 games this season. Anyone, like, even if you were, like, you know, questioning how good the Royals could be this season. I, I still think that 90 losses should be very, very surprising, shocking, horrifying. You know, if you went, you know, back six months and said, the Royals are going to lose like 95 games this season, we would have all, like everyone in Kansas City, we would all just be looking at each other and being like, what the hell happened? What are you talking about? How, like, like did, did everyone on the team die? Like, how are they going to lose that many games? With all of these players, with Bobby Wood Jr., with, you know, all like, 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 what happened, dude? So, there's a true fact. And, again, Chris Bubich has a 2-13 record with an ERA near 6 after almost 120 innings. That That's a fact. That That is not an opinion. That is me looking at BaseballReference.com. Have you ever heard of this thing? It's called a website. We use this website. It's a, it's a thing you access with the internet. You know, the, the internet. A com- you, you, you often uh, use it, access it with a computer. Or nowadays we have phones. Do you know what a phone is, Dayton Moore? We sort of consider Daniel Lynch to be like a, maybe a, a slight bright spot, someone who we, you know, have a little bit of hope in. And that is someone with a four and 11 record. That is four wins and 11 losses. So seven more losses than wins and a 5.15 ERA. That's also a fact. That's not an opinion. That's not me. That's not even me trying to be mean. I, I again, I'm just saying the, these are the actual facts. So what, what is, like, like, I would love to hear what is to look forward to with the Royals. That's all, that's all I'm saying, dude. That, that's really all I'm saying. I'm not, again, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm, I'm saying these numbers are not good. So what is it that you, you are seeing? You, Mr. Moore, what do you see that I should be looking at with some optimism? Because I look at these numbers and I say, mm-mm. Nope, no thank you. That's not good. Can't be doing that. Can't be having that, mister. So what, what is, what was not factual about that article? And what are some facts that you would like me to know? I would really like to know. Really, truly and honestly. Like, I would love it if he came out and was like, okay, here's what's actually going on. Like, here's what we were doing with, in this organization with the pitching. Here's what we think of these pitchers. Here's what we're doing with them. Here's what we're working on with them. Instead, he's just like, you are nitpicking and biased. That is literally, that was literally his response. Dayton Moore literally just came out and said, these guys are nitpicking and biased. <laughs> because he just said like, oh, these, they, they, they're, they're just trying to be critical. Like, whatever that is supposed to mean. Like, yeah, I guess they are trying to be critical because they're asking what went wrong in a season that was supposed to be a lot better than what is currently 58 and 89. <laughs> so, yeah, we are being critical because we're trying to figure out what went wrong, what's happening, what is so wrong, and what can we do to fix this? Again, what, what should we be optimistic about and what are you doing about it, Mr. Dayton Moore? What, what, should, what, what needs to be done and what are you doing about it? You say, again, you say that it's going to get better. How? Like, ah, uh, bah. 
like I said, I, 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 I sound like I'm mad. And even, even though I'm just kind of not, I'm just, I, I'm just talking, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just having a dialogue with an imaginary person. Uh, well, well, Dan Moore isn't imaginary. I'm just saying he's not here. And I doubt he's going to listen to this podcast because again, why would he listen to someone who's outside of his circle of trust? Who's going to say things that he doesn't want to hear, but, uh, it's just a dick move. You know, I guess that's actually the thing I, uh, that I would be mad about. It's, you know, Dane Moore, I've always defended as being like the, the, the good guy of baseball. You know, and, you know, wins and losses aside, I've always said, like, this guy has never really done anything wrong. If the, if the, the, the biggest piece of dirt you can dig up on him is, you know, the weird anti-porn seminar he held one time, mind you, then, yeah, he must be a pretty good guy <laughs> i i like him i trust him and you know i still stand by a lot of things that have happened in the past you know i still stand by you know holding on to the core in 2016 and 2017 buying at the deadline in 2017 you know some of the moves and things that happened in 2018 2019 etc and it's only been like the last couple of years where i'm starting to be like uh, okay, you know, start, starting to you know get get on my nerves a little bit, but it, like finally this weekend, it's just like this is like the first time I can actually look at something Dayton Moore did and be and be like, wow, what 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 a dick! <laughs> like seriously, what an a hole thing to do to just like say this, you know, piece of investigative journalism is like not true to basically like. I don't know, debunk it or, or whatever, discredit it just because, again, it's not something you agree with. And, you know, if he had a very solid rebuttal against it, if he was like, um, actually, this, 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 and also plus ratio, then sure, like, I could take him seriously. But no, he's just like, no, this is wrong. We are actually in a very good place right now. I, I'm sorry to say, but I don't know why you would think this is a very good place right now. The Mariners and the Phillies are about to make the playoffs. And when they do, that means the Royals are going to have the second longest active postseason drought in baseball. I guess technically third because there are two teams ahead of us, the Angels and the Tigers, who both last made the postseason in 2014. Royals last made it in 2015. So, uh, I mean, look, opinions, you, you can agree, to, we can agree to disagree, I suppose. I just think it's, you know, not very comforting to, um, you, you know, have that dishonor. You know what I'm saying? And also keep in mind that these two teams that were taught, that I mentioned, the Angels and the Tigers, the Angels have been historically inept where you could just uh, it's like an article gets posted every day about how inept the angels are and how we always have to point out that they have the two greatest baseball players ever in history on their roster and they can't even have a winning season and the tigers the tigers have been just a, a complete and utter disaster they're 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 so bad that they're rebuilding already after a 5 year rebuild <laughs> basically so and, and guess what they fired their general manager this season the angels also fired their general manager i forgot when uh a year or two ago i'm i i honestly can't tell you i don't know about the angels i'm sorry but yeah keep, keep in mind that those that those teams um have seen some massive managerial changes 
in the last couple of years. And the Royals, hmm, the Royals are just right behind them, and they think that nothing is wrong. That's, that's the thing with Dayton Moore, and I guess that is the thing I'll, I'll be mad about. Dayton Moore thinks that he is the smartest person, uh, uh, at least in the baseball world. Maybe not on the entire planet, but at least in the realm of baseball. He thinks that he is better than everyone. And look, Again, I will say, I do really respect Dayton Moore for a lot of things that have happened in the past. And, you know, and, and I actually think that it's very disrespectful when people say that he got lucky uh, or fluked his way into two World Series. Because, yeah, that's just a thing you can do. Guys, it's so easy to make the World Series twice in a row. That's why no one has done it since the Royals. Wow. Well, okay, technically the Dodgers made two World Series in a row, but they lost both of them, so yeah. Point is, sure, okay, maybe there was a time when Dayton Moore was, like, the smartest person in baseball, between, like, 2013 and 2015. But that was then, and this is now, where, once again, I have to remind you, the Royals are coming up to—they're about to be the team with the second-longest postseason drought in this in the sport. So, hmm, but sure, sure, man, continue thinking that you have it all figured out. This is all part of your grand master plan. Sure. I mean, I mean, it might have, um, you know, maybe I would believe in this plan, whatever is happening, if you told us this was the plan, like maybe if you came out after 2017 and been like, okay, so the Royals aren't going to make the playoffs for until like 2024. But 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 I promise you, it's going to be really good then, or something. Instead, it's just every single year. Oh yeah, we're we we can be a playoff team. Then, you know, twenty twenty. Hey, shortened season. We can be a playoff team. Twenty twenty one. Hey, we just got Andrew Benintendi and Carlos Santana and Mike Miner. We could be a playoff team. Twenty twenty two. Hey, we have all those guys we signed last year. We could be a playoff team. You know what? Now what? It's like. It, <laughs> every single time the Royals say one thing and then fall so short of the mark and then they're like yeah we planned for this <laughs> that was totally our intention the entire time you just don't get it dear uh person whoever is hearing us talk about how great and wonderful and awesome and smart and super duper we are yeah where are the idiots guys we're the ones who are wrong when we point out that the royals um haven't had a winning season since 2015 it's our it's on us Eh. What do we know? You know, that's why I always, it's like I always say, I'm just a guy on the internet with a microphone. What do I know about baseball? I just watch it from time to time. ERA? Pfft, what does that even mean, bro? Get out of here with that. Cal Eldred, he's a good guy. He has a great attitude. We all have a great attitude. We're all happy. No one's mad. No one's disappointed in the slightest. And you know what? These guys are going to be great fathers and husbands. That's important. We're building character in here. Yeah, that's what it's all about at the end of the day. It's not about winning and losing. It's about the friends you've made along the way. Anyway, I, I think that's about all I can really say about this matter because, I mean, I mean it's not that I don't have a lot to say, but like the, every single person in the Royals community, every sort of a uh, talking head in this community is also saying 
these things. They're going to say they're they're talking about it, and they're probably going to say how I feel about it in better ways than I can. Right now, I'm kind of like uh, running on fumes after you know just a just a long weekend but that has little to do with the Royals. Frankly, that's just a uh, how it's been. It's all right. I'm I'm doing all right. Um, I guess I just want to leave you off with a just a reminder that um, how should I put this? I don't want you to feel like you're unimportant. Is that like, is this like weirdly a sentimental or something? I just want to, you know, like just thinking about Dayton Worth comments and how he was just like, it's basically like he just discarded everything that that has been said about the Royals this year. And that's kind of been his attitude this whole time. You know, it's like, because he said this earlier in the year where it's like, oh yeah, it's important that fans are, you know, critical and they're, they're thinking to themselves and, you know, we want that. You know, it's like, it, it's so weird how well, he, 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 it comes off as really pretentious where he talks about outside criticism as if he's like, oh yeah, we welcome and encourage it. And then this is how he actually treats outside criticism. He's like, no, it doesn't matter. That, that was, that was just, that was just wrong. That was incorrect. No further explanation necessary. But anyway, you, your voice matters. That's what I'm trying to say, I guess. It matters what you say and what you think, even if I don't agree with it. Because trust me, I, I moderate the Royals subreddit. I see stuff all the time that uh, that is just like eye-rolling. And I'm just like, oh my god, this guy's a freaking idiot, dude, for posting that. How dare they? But who am I to say that they, they can't say it? Who am, I to, who am I to even really say they're wrong? That's something that I've kind of, uh, in a way, walked away from. This season is I've just kind of like stopped arguing with people so much because I think at the end of the day, a lot of us see eye to eye, even if the solution to like how like like we we all probably have different ideas of what needs to happen with the Royals and where we're going and all and stuff like that. But I think we all see eye to eye. And, and I like to keep this in mind. We are all fans of this team. We all have a mutual interest and appreciation in the Kansas City Royals. We all want the best for them. We want this team to win and we want them to be successful. So let it be known that being critical and being negative of the team is not only important, but it doesn't make you any less of a fan. If anything, I feel like it's more um, thoughtful to be open-minded and to, you know, see flaws and point them out as you as you do you don't have to just accept everything as it is you are you are allowed to think you deserve better honestly if you're a fan and you're looking at this team you're like man this sucks like i don't want to watch a a team lose 90 games in a year you're you're you should you're absolutely entitled to feel that way dude continue thinking for yourself, and also having an open mind. These are not just important qualities for, you know, discussing things, for, you know, being a fan or engaging within a community. It's just important as a person to do that. It's important to keep an open an open mind and accept, or at the very least, take in what other people are saying. You know, like I said, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably listen to other Royals podcasts. And there are, other, and like I've been saying, 
there are other people who are probably going to say what I believe in, but better, you know. So Kaufman Corner has an episode out that you should listen to. Royals Weekly has an episode that you should listen to. Royals Farm Report did a thing on Twitter. I don't know if they uploaded it to streaming, but I listened to it on Twitter. They had a really good talk about it. So, you know, listen to what these people are trying to say and think about what you want to say. And you should say what you want to say. And it doesn't have to – like, you don't have to – agree with me. You can agree with Dayton Moore if you want. You could be like, yeah, I'm okay with how things are with the Royals. And I and I believe in Dayton Moore and I believe things are going to get better and blah, 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 blah. And you, you, dude, you're totally valid to think that. I don't want you to think that that's wrong. Even if, you know, I, I mean, I don't like where the Royals are at right now, but again, I'm, 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 who am I? Who am I? What gives me the right to say that I'm right and you're wrong? Who am I? Dayton Moore? So, that these are all important things to keep in mind. So don't feel discouraged as a fan to not speak what you um, believe in, to not be honest with yourself. Don't be don't feel pressured to just listen to what the authorities of the royals are are telling you. Don't you don't have you don't have to drink the Kool-Aid. You don't have to buy into what they say. You don't have to listen to them just because they're saying it. And I want to address one other thing, which is something that Jeffrey Flanagan said. Uh, Flanny is a – he's a retired writer who used to be with uh, Casey Starr, I believe, and also MLB.com. And Flanny is great. Flanny is a very, very smart guy. Someone – you know, anytime this guy posts something, it's worth reading. Again, even if I don't particularly agree with it, and the thing I don't agree with what he said last night is, you know, he – and he did this earlier in the year, and I just I didn't talk about it on the podcast or anything, but he basically said that like the Royals have it really, really rough. It's really, really difficult to be the Royals because baseball is so like disadvantageous to smaller market teams. The big market teams can just kind of do whatever they want. And I think we are seeing that. Like I this could be, you know, this is like a caveman rant for another day, but I think the Dodgers are kind of building an unprecedented dynasty in the MLB. Like, we are going to see unprecedented dominance in this sport at the hands of the Los Angeles Dodgers because they they are not only as smart as any other team. Like, you know, everyone says how smart the Guardians and Rays are, basically. Well, I think the Dodgers are on that level, but also they get to spend as much money as they want. Like, they, they don't care. It doesn't matter to them. We have a luxury tax. They laugh at it. It's, it, it's adorable to it. So, yeah, big market teams can just kind of do whatever they want. Small market teams like Kansas City, you know, we we have very, very limited space to work with, which makes it all the more impressive what, what Dayton Moore did in 2014, 2015. And I get that, right? But it is such a defeatist attitude to just say, well, we're a small market team and we can't do as much as the other guys, so it just has to be like this. No, it doesn't. It does not have to be this way, okay? And I, I want you to understand that I am not even asking the Royals to do anything like crazy. I'm not expecting or even asking them to win a World Series because it is nearly impossible to win a World Series, okay? It's so hard. You can try as hard as you can and and not win a World Series, and that's what what has happened with a lot of teams, okay? But you know what I want? I want something to be proud of. I want something to be excited for 
to look forward to and be proud of. And that would just be a competitive baseball team, not a world-class team, but one that can actually go out and, you know, win baseball games, make the playoffs, maybe not get deep into the playoffs, but at least, you know, again, give me something to look forward to. Give me an 85-win season so that I can be like, hey, that was pretty fun. You know, didn't like, you know, accomplish anything major, but hey, you know, it was, it was fun. I had fun. I enjoyed it. Looking forward to next year. Right now, I'm facing this winter like, oh my god, what is going to happen with the Royals? I have no idea what's going to happen with the Royals. Is Dayton Moore going to get fired? Is John Sherman okay with this? Are we going to do anything? I have absolutely no idea. I honestly cannot tell you. This team is so hard to predict. But And, and, I, and, I, and I get it. I get it. It is difficult. It is really difficult to win in this sport, especially if you're on extremely limited resources like the Royals are. I get it. But I'm sorry. I cannot just lie down and accept that it has to be this way. There is no way that this is, you know, that that, that this just had to happen, that it has to be like this. And you know what? Even if it is, okay? Like, it, if you really, truly do believe that it just had to be this way, then at least have the decency and the, you know, you want to talk about integrity, have the integrity to just come out and say it. Just just come out and be like, hey, don't expect anything too too big this season. All right, maybe if Dayton Moore did that, then people wouldn't be so pissed off at him. Maybe if, you know, the end result was somewhat close to what he gave us, what he what he told us to expect in the beginning, then yeah, we probably wouldn't have as big of a problem. I mean, I'm not saying that it would have been okay for him to come out and say, hey, um, we're losing 95 games this season. That would have obviously been, you know, a horrifying disaster that we would try to do everything to prevent. But, I don't know. At least we could have been prepared for it, so it wouldn't feel quite as bad. But don't come out and say, Oh, oh yeah, this, this team is going to be real good. This team is going to be competitive. We're going to see, a, the, the, expect them, expect to win some games. Expect to, to see a more complete and competitive ball club or whatever other, you know, sort of generic team speak that they want to use. And if, and when it fails, don't tell me to look forward to next year. You've been doing that for five years. Every single year, it's going to get better next year. And sure, maybe it gets marginally better a little little bit or maybe in the case of this year it gets a lot worse like i said hard to predict this team but don't give me crap basically that's all i'm saying we deserve better than what we have had this year this year has been awful truly and genuinely awful there have been several times when I have had to just walk away from this team. And, you know, if it weren't for this podcast that I, I guess, foolishly decided to do this season, I, I don't regret it. I don't regret starting this podcast. Don't, don't don't worry about that. Sorry. Sorry if that was, like, rude to anybody listening. Like, because I really appreciate that people are listening to this podcast. It's just me being frustrated. All right. 
But if it weren't for me doing this podcast and having an interest in keeping up with the fan community, then I really would not be watching the Royals at all. I mean, even as it is, I, I'm barely watching the Royals because what, what, what do I, what do I, what do I have to see? What is there to see? What do I gotta, eh, who, who cares at this point? But all this stuff that's happened. I I feel like we deserve, at the very, very least, better than what we got this season. And I don't like being told that it's going to get better. Because, like I said, we've been told that it, it would be getting better for a very long time. I mean, back in, like, after 2017 and stuff, like, sure, there weren't big expectations for the Royals. But, you know, Dayton Moore had been hyping us up for, like, that that early 2020s when it's like, all right, all those big contracts that we have, Ian Kennedy's contract, Danny Duffy's contract, Alex Gordon's contract, like, those are off the books. We are going to be free of them in 2021, and that's when we're going to start seeing big changes, and it's going to be really exciting. Well, we're two years past that. And look where we are. Once again, look where we are. 58 wins, 89 losses. Wow. How exciting. That was what it all led to. Was it worth it? Well, I guess we're supposed to be happy about it. Or appreciate that it's going to get better. I certainly hope it's going to get better because, man... I actually cannot imagine it being any worse than it is right now <laughs> because this season has been pretty freaking bad in a way that I did not expect whatsoever. So how could it get worse? How could it get worse? Please don't tell me. I don't want to know. And if you do know, I don't want to see it. I hope I don't see it. Well, that's that's about it. Um, rant over, I guess. I'm going to go enjoy the rest of my day or something. So... You have a good one. You take care of yourself. You um, be nice to other people. Respect other people. Respect what other people have to say. Even if you don't like it. Even if you don't agree with it. Sometimes it's just it's best to just smile and politely nod. Go, mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And that's, I think, all I have to say. So whatever happens in the future, we'll talk about it when we get there. Until then, thank you very much for listening to the Royal Deluxe Podcast. I would love to hear from you at Royal Deluxe Pod on Twitter, or you can send me an email at royaldeluxepodcast at gmail.com. Send me your direct feedback and, you know, tell me, what, what do you think about the Royals? What do you think is going to happen in this future? Is Dayton Moore gone? Is John Sherman going to do anything? What does John Sherman think about all of this? That's a very interesting question. And I guess we'll see. We will find out in the next, like, six weeks or so after the World Series and when the offseason officially starts. Yeah, we'll we'll probably see by then, like, what's really happening um, with the Kansas City Royals. And it, it, it makes me anxious because I really want to know, even though even if some, maybe I'm terrified of the result because, well, whatever. In any case, yeah. Rant has been long enough, so I'll just leave it at that. Um, once again, thank you very much for making this podcast a part of your day, and I really hope you're having a, a good one. So, uh, even though it's been a you know a difficult weekend and not a you know, and it's Monday, and Monday is never good, honestly. But you know, still hope you're having a good one, 
and I'll uh, see you on Wednesday. Until then, I'm Lux. Go Royals.